I've seen the connections that people have made, you know, friendships, um, relationships, marriages. I mean, that, that stands the test of time because it shows that people can make those really positive connections. Hi, and welcome to My Outdoors. First of all, thanks again to everybody who has watched some of the previous videos and uh, who has subscribed. If you haven't already done so, then please hit the subscribe button. Today, I'm going to be talking to Iona Rendell from Iona's Adventures. She has built up a very successful Facebook page, which now has four and a half thousand followers. She's also very passionate about mental health and the connection to the outdoors. Uh, and we talk more about that uh, in the upcoming video. I'd like to thank Berghouse for making the connection for us. And also I'd like to thank Chris Lines and Helenox for the comfortable chairs that we uh, were able to use during the interview. Right, that's enough of that. Let's go on and hear from Iona. Hi Iona, how are you doing? I'm all right, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm enjoying this little setup. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah! Yeah, I like the backdrop and uh, and sort of a little table and a, a nice comfy, comfortable seat. I had visions of us like sitting in amongst tree roots and leaves <laughs> on the ground. I even took like a little foam mat for me all right. to sit on just oh, in no, case no, no, and then no, no, come no. along here and there's seats and a table and everything. <laughs> well, I've got to look after you. <laughs> so, I, I suppose you better start off with just a, an introduction or... or or give us a, a bit of background on yourself? So, well, I mean, I work as a nurse, mm -hmm. mostly. That's my that's my main thing. Um, but I guess the reason that I'm speaking to you is because of my link to the outdoors. Um, so, yeah, I've run a walking group on Facebook called Iona's Adventures, and I set that up because I discovered a love of hill walking only really a few years ago, so quite recent compared to most. Mm -hmm. And I was just going out hiking on my own all the time, and enjoying that but realised that I wanted to sort of share that experience with other people and had posted my adventures and walks and photos and things on Instagram and um, kind of just reached out to people there and said you know does anybody want to come walking with me I don't necessarily want to do this on my own all the time even though I enjoy some independence and realised that there was sort of a niche gap in the market almost for people just to make friends in the outdoors and that's where my Facebook group set up from so I've been running that for a few years and yeah just meeting people in the outdoors going walking learning from other people trying to help other people learn things as well and just trying to encourage people to to get outside and I guess all of that on top of working as a nurse is just my way of helping to show people that actually you can make time to be outside. doesn't matter you know, how busy you are or what's going on in your life, that there's time to be active and to be outdoors. And adventure isn't necessarily a huge expedition, it's just being outside in any way that kind of feels good for you and feels positive for you. Do you think that's been more positive with the sort of recent lockdowns etc or do you think that's been people have maybe found that harder oh i mean i think during lockdown people found it really difficult to to be outside because there was restrictions on how far you could travel how long you could kind of be outdoors for and things like that but what i noticed was um during lockdown and the pandemic i expected the member requests for the facebook group to really to just drop off the edge of a cliff and it didn't it just kept growing and people kept joining and I took from that that 
because people were locked down and restricted to being indoors a lot, that people started to think that when they did have that time outside, they realised how beneficial it was and how much they needed to be outside and how much you looked forward to going outside your one time a day when you were restricted to just that. Mm -hmm. And actually, I think that people started to realise that that was so key to their well-being and some kind of just positive focus in the day that then people started thinking, okay, I really like this. How can I do this more often? Or how can I keep doing this when lockdown eases? And how can I get better at this or learn more at this? And how can I be outside more? So yeah, the the group continued to grow, so. And did you see people from sort of different walks of life or people, obviously people maybe wouldn't have necessarily sort of gravitated towards the outdoors Mm. did you see that yeah i guess in the walking group it's always been a real mix of people so different ages genders abilities experiences it's always been or i've always tried to make it a group that's really welcoming for Mm -hmm. everybody Mm -hmm. it's not an elitist group i really don't know everything i've got lots and lots to learn in the outdoors i'm not a professional um mountain leader or instructor or anything like that Mm -hmm. So I think it's always been a really welcome and open space for lots of different people and that's just continued and hopefully it will continue and I suppose that's the feedback that I get from people that's really nice when they've been part of other walking groups who maybe do have, you know, specific requirements on how much experience you have or what skills you have and people have said that the vibe of my walking group is just a lot more welcoming and we spoke about it earlier before we started recording that it's about a community sort of aspect and yeah. a community feeling and uniting people and connecting people and it's a connection with the outdoors it's a connection with self and it's a connection with other people and that's what I really try to promote within the group hmm. I think I'm doing okay I've, yeah I mean I've been on the on the group I'm a member of the group uh, and uh, as I said earlier uh, before we started filming, mm. it, it does seem to be a very positive vibe, a very um, welcoming and, and uh, sort of informative, like mm. uh, sharing of, of information and yeah. uh, an experience. Yeah, I try to make sure that it's a case of if you've got questions or you need answers to something, you can post about it, you can ask about it, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it, you're going to be free of judgment and. Mm-hmm and criticism and things and people do seem to want to pass on their knowledge as well that's Mm -hmm. another thing you know people want to help educate and want to help upskill others Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and it's that sort of sharing collaborative environment that's really i just think that's really positive and it it encourages people to to learn more and to to feel confident and competent as well Mm -hmm. that's that's a really positive thing and i think that's very key is that competence, uh, the training, mm. and the, and and making sure people are safe in the outdoors. Um, and we'll touch on your uh, your website that you've developed mm. recently. But uh, sort of focusing on you still, when you look back on your memories of the outdoors, mm. what is what is your biggest achievement or biggest memory that that comes? I think my biggest achievement from the outdoors is gaining a bigger sense of um, confidence and and self-confidence. That's something that I've always really, really struggled with. Mm-hmm. People find that hard to believe when they see me posting on social media and things. But as a teenager, as a child, as my early 20s, really lacked a lot of confidence. And um, 
I guess I just didn't really know what I wanted to do or who I thought I was, all these things that everybody goes through at different stages in their life and continues to go through no matter how much confidence you gain. And I suppose being outside and exploring and discovering new places and, and new things to do and new new places to go has given me a, a real confidence boost because it's made me think, okay, I'm capable of this and I really enjoy it and it makes me feel good. And that's, yeah, I think that's something that I look back on as one of my biggest achievements in the outdoors. And then there's specific walks that I've done, whether that's solo walks that I've never thought I would be able to do that I have done and feel incredible that I've been able to achieve it and then there's group walks as well where I've met some of the people who've become my closest friends now and I would have never met them without group walks and hikes and outdoors Mm -hmm. so I have loads of mixed memories when it comes to my best bits I suppose there's not really anything in particular that that stands out a lot. Probably a whole other interview in itself. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could fill. We could fill another. Another. It's too book. big a question. Yeah. <laughs> so you touched. You touched on how uh, Iona's adventures uh, came about. Um, so, from your, and you've talked about how it's benefited uh, your own mental health. Mm. Um, could you expand on how, what scenarios you've had where you've had used the outdoors? or use the, the the group to be able to, yeah. to improve that? Oh, definitely. Especially working as a nurse in general. I mean, I used to work in the hospitals in the acute sector. Very, very stressful role. It was very, very busy. That was when I first moved to Edinburgh, and it was, it was just a lot of life changes. A big move um, away from where I'd been living for a few years before that, and this brand-new role, and becoming a nurse in the first place. It, it was just very stressful time and I worked 12 and a half hour shifts when I was there and I used to use my solo walks initially as a headspace and time outdoors just to clear my mind from all of the stress and the worries that I had on the wards and that that was around about that time when I first set up the group walk and then being able to meet new people and kind of people from different walks of life who were also going through stressful times and also going through big life changes and talking to people and realising, oh, okay, so in the bigger picture, things aren't too bad and actually I can get through this and I can cope with this and I can talk to these new people about it and get different perspectives on it all and, and I found that really, really beneficial. And that that year was very stressful and I, I moved away from the acute sector, now working in the primary sector mm-hmm. as a um, practice nurse and a GP surgery. So that's a whole different pace of life, but mm-hmm. still has its pressures and stresses and it's a real a job where I have a, a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So even now I still really look forward to, to time outside and today, I mean, I sit at a desk most of my day, even when I've got my patients. And today I got up that little bit earlier, went down to the beach before work just to watch the sunrise. And I was literally only there for 10 minutes. And I just took a deep breath and I thought, oh, this is so nice. This is what I need. This I needed this to start my day. And that's not a big hike, you know, that's not up a mountain, standing at a summit. That's just about being outside. Um, it's not necessarily always about big adventures and really pushing yourself and pushing your limits there's definitely a place for that but for me it's just spending time outside and whether that's 
being at home, visiting my family and just going for a, a dog walk with them, just something really gentle, or whether it's solo camping on a hillside, you know, it's, it, there's so much variety and I use that all the time. I'm always looking to be outside and to be active in some way, even if it's just walking down the road to go to the shop rather than taking the car, mm -hmm. do you know? It's just building it into my life in lots of little ways and I know that I need that. Coming back to your question, I know that I need that for my mental health and my well-being because I get antsy and I get irritated if I've not been outside or if I've not been active. So it's just something that I know I need on not necessarily a daily basis but on a regular basis and I've just found ways of building it into my life. I'm really passionate about encouraging other people to do that as well because we constantly say, oh, I don't have time or oh, I can't fit it in. And I just got up 10 minutes earlier and I went to the beach and that 10 minutes before work was really, really beneficial. So yeah, it's it's part of my everyday life, definitely. Well, I, I think you're right. I think trying to make time, um, I think that is always the 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 pressure isn't it mm. uh, or one of the pressures but it's, it's yeah. always that time aspect yeah. I don't have time to do this I don't mm -hmm. have time to do that but uh, and I think what people have found uh, and I'm just talking at work is that people are looking for a better quality of life a better mm. work-life balance um, to, to to keep their, their selves right I think yeah. um, and, and, and obviously linked to, to, to mental health mm. so you set up another, well, a website, which is a bit of a social enterprise. Yeah. Um, and it I've had a, a, a browse through it, and it includes a, a lot of uh, mountain instructors, walking instructors and things. Yeah. Is that the next step from Iona's Adventures? Or is, that, is, that a, a, is it working in parallel? Yeah, I guess it definitely is the next step. It, that sort of came about last year where I was thinking, okay, I've got this walking group and there's thousands of people in this walking group and it felt like it kind of snowballed and gained momentum and I've done so many positive things or had so many positive experiences as a, as a result of it and I was thinking, how can I, how can I elevate this and how can I help people in another way and I realised that I had learnt so much from people within the group who are far, far more experienced and skilled than I am, um, just out of the kindness of their hearts. You know, if we've been on group walks, I've kind of learnt bits and pieces from them. Um, and organisations like Mountaineer in Scotland had offered skills groups for the walking group, or skills courses, I should say, where we learnt winter skills, and I've done navigation courses through somebody else that I got in contact with through the group and so I was thinking well how can I provide that sort of service to people because I felt like anybody who thought that the walking group was a safe non-judgmental space for them it'd be good to be able to then step that up and offer them a course whereas they might feel too intimidated to do it elsewhere or just simply not know where to start in googling looking for a, a course yeah. and so I started thinking about recruiting some instructors who could provide those those skills courses and I wanted to make it more of a social enterprise rather than a business I'm not exactly going to make my millions doing that and I thought I want it to be about giving back to the group and being able to invest some of the profits into maybe people who can't necessarily afford skills courses or organisations and charities who can provide that kind of support for people who use the outdoors as a mental health sort of therapy. Mm -hmm. 
um, and that's basically where the social enterprise came from. So it's the same name, it's Iona's Adventures and I've got a great little team of instructors, mm. men and women, who are extremely qualified in the outdoors, far more qualified than I will ever be. And um, I launched that at the end of last year, so the end of 2020, kind of mid-pandemic. And um, yeah, did some crowdfunding and people very generously donated money to kind of help get it off the ground because there's expenses and, and fees involved in that. And um, yeah, then lockdown hit again at the start of 21. I couldn't get any of the skills courses off of the ground. And I think, to be honest, I kind of fell a little bit out of love with all of it because hadn't done any group walks for almost a year at that point because of lockdown and the pandemic. And I'd sort of forgotten why I'd set it up in the first place. And I guess I sort of lost touch and lost connection with the walking group in general because I hadn't been seeing anybody. I hadn't been able to organise any walks. and there hadn't been that sort of community sense although the Facebook group had been really active with people posting um, there just hadn't been that face-to-face -face connection and so I didn't I didn't keep putting in the hours with getting it off the ground and then just recently we were speaking about this earlier I've organized the first group walk post pandemic sort of 18 months more than 18 months after the the last yeah, last face-to-face -face event feels like a long time sometimes a long these things. time yeah mm. and i've decided that i need to get back into the swing of the group walks first get meeting people again and kind of reignite that passion for why i set up the the group in the first place and then i think there will be that natural progression where all of these people that I'm meeting, you know, many of whom will be more experienced than I will be, but many others who are just going out hiking for the first time. Um, and I think that's where my love of the idea of the social enterprise will come back into it because all of these people that I'll be meeting, I'm going to start thinking, right, okay, so what's next? How, how do we support you more? And how do I upskill people and, and give them that confidence and competency in the outdoors? And... So yeah, the social enterprise is the next step, but I need to fall back in love with the walking group again. Step back to yeah, and not not that I really fell out of it. It's more just um, what was the word that I used? I think I need to to go back to the grassroots of it and remember why I set it up in the first place yeah. and really focus on that and gain a little bit of a buzz around it again, not just for other people but for myself as well, and get back into the swing of it. You've got to love it first before yeah. anybody else can. Yeah. Um, so. Oh. <laughs> it's really autumn. The leaves are falling. <laughs> it's um, and it's a bit cold. Um, so, well, during the, the time where you were taking, taking a step back from Iona's Adventures and, and uh, the social enterprise, what were you, were you still getting out? out and about and mm. getting getting your outdoor fix i suppose was that yeah. is that still something absolutely yeah. yeah um although to be honest i haven't been doing any big hikes in terms of monroes and things like that mm -hmm. um just i just haven't i just haven't felt the need to i haven't put myself under any pressure to either yeah there was a lot of hype on social media when travel restrictions were reducing um, or easing i should say and a lot of people were posting you know where's the first adventure you're going to be 
where's your where's your next expedition going to be all this stuff not just to me but in general you know people were asking one another what's mm -hmm. first what's next sort of thing um, I just didn't feel that I didn't feel that real need to be on top of a really remote high mountain I just thought with lockdown I'd really enjoyed kind of taking things a lot easier I realized how much I've been pushing myself all the time especially with work being busy and then filling up all my spare seconds of the day with going out hiking after work or going out camping at the weekends and you know multi-day hikes and things like that and traveling really far and spending a lot of time in the car and I just thought whoa lockdown made me realize oh my gosh I actually like being at home sometimes and I like just taking a stroll on the beach and I like spending time with my husband going for a wee wander do you know it doesn't need to be this fast-paced high pressure all the time and so yeah, as lockdown eased, I did start going hiking or going paddleboarding or whatever it was that I wanted to do, but I felt like I was really doing it for myself. I wasn't doing it to post on social media. I wasn't doing it to push myself either. So, like I was saying before, it's always something that I've built into my daily life, but I just haven't been haven't been going to the ends of the earth to, to do multi-Monroe hike days and things like that. And that'll come back and you know especially with the group walks I know that I'm going to want to do that with other people and experience that with other people mm -hmm. um but yeah just I just haven't been I haven't had that desire over the last sort of eight ten months or so do you and I'm, I'm going to try and phrase this right because I don't want to, it to be misinterpreted but mm. do you feel that there is a an um an expectation on you as you as Iona mm. of Iona's Adventures is a do you think people have an expectation of you is there any I don't want to use the word pressure but do you think that's a I don't know that's no? an interesting question because I'm not sure because nobody's want, ever said that to me do you know what I mean mm -hmm. I just wonder if that's where the uh, when you had your I suppose you through lockdown you took the break and you didn't mm. rush back into it like a lot of people did as we've seen on social media it was yeah. like a rush to the first Monroe. I don't know I think I've always been really open on social media and honest about the fact that I'm not the most skilled person and I'm definitely not the most experienced person when it comes to hiking and climbing and scrambling or whatever it is you mm. know so actually I think people probably I don't know I'm assuming but I don't think people expect me to be up on Monroe every second day or you know solo camping in super remote locations because I've always been really honest about the fact that that's not necessarily what adventure means to me mm -hmm. yeah I do love those days every so often and I love planning something especially with friends and things like that or for a group walk but um yeah because that's not the be all and the end all of my time outdoors I don't think people do have that expectation because I quite openly share things like my 10 minute beach stroll this morning mm -hmm. just about being outside and, and not necessarily pushing the boundaries yeah. so actually it would be interesting to know what people's perspective was of me in the outdoors but I would like to think that it's not like this high paced like super pressured outdoor Monroeist or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so from the group or maybe not even from the group but maybe from personal experience have you seen others benefit for their mental health mm. in the outdoors? Yeah, definitely. Even if they've not specifically said to me, I've seen the connections that people have made, you know, friendships, 
um, relationships, marriages. I mean, that that stands the test of time because it shows that people can make those really positive connections. And actually, that's one of the things that I think a lot of people joining the Facebook group say that hiking is something that they want to do, but they don't have friends to do it with. So maybe like their friendship group is is people that they grew up with and they've all sort of gone separate directions. They don't share the same interests and things anymore. That can be really isolating. And I know what that felt like when I only had myself to go hiking with and I've learned to to love my own company and to feel comfortable in my own skin but there came a time where I thought I really want to share this with other people and that's where the walking group came in and I've seen that in other people as well and I've seen the benefits in terms of of the connections made but also just yeah I mean people's mental health in general I've had some really lovely feedback after group walks where people have felt so anxious about coming along and whether they they get anxiety in general and a group walk just really hypes that up and adds to that anxiety, which it would because it's an intimidating thing to, to do and I always think it's really brave when people come along, but to get feedback afterwards from people who've said that they felt anxious and they met the group and then suddenly felt so at ease and, and wondered why they ever worried about it. Do you know, that that says as well that it's it's benefiting somebody's well-being and their mental health. It might not benefit them in any major way or they might not have a, a huge life change as a result of it, but for them to come along on that one day to enjoy one walk in the company of other people and to to relieve their anxiety a little bit I think that's yeah I think that's really powerful and and I get that sort of feedback really regularly and it's lovely and especially if somebody posts to say that they're feeling a bit worried about coming along or maybe apprehensive all of a sudden you get these responses from other people who once felt that way and want to reassure that person and say you know no pressure but I loved it and I think you're going to love it and give it a chance and that's really really special to see that kind of that yeah that that push towards putting yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit but knowing that it'll have a big a bigger benefit and you know, yeah that's that's really yeah. powerful I think from uh from my experience very early on when I started hiking again um it got to a stage where I got sent out on walks because mm. I, I, other people recognised that I needed it. Yeah. Like it was a reset. That that's how I described it. Ten, twelve years ago, it was. Mm. I had to be out there to, to reset again. Otherwise, I was uh, I was getting a little bit agitated. Let's yeah. say, or annoying other people. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that was that was when that's when people knew. Right, you need to go. Yeah. Disappear for for a day. It's a real uh, sense of self, though, isn't it? Yes. To, to have that motivation and that willpower put your boots on and to get outside because taking the first step literally is is the first thing that you can do towards mm. towards mm. going for a hike and towards doing that for yourself and yeah. yeah i mean it's it's amazing once you once you step outside and like you say it's like a reset because being outside kind of gives you this whole other sense of perspective and you sort of see the bigger picture and I always think to myself anything that I've been worrying about or stressing over or overthinking when I'm outside it's like there's so much of this open space around me mm -hmm. and then whatever I've been worrying about is really put into perspective and feels so much smaller in comparison to everything else 
not to belittle how I've been feeling or how anybody else feels, but it just makes you think so much clearer and give you the headspace to, oh, to deal with that problem. Yeah, and you can process things so much more without this constant like chatter of your outside daily life because life is so busy and you've got your phone constantly pinging at you and you've got phone calls and work and you know family and life and stress and so many things come at you from all different angles and suddenly when you're outside you just remove all of that you put your phone on silent you don't have to look at it you don't have to look at anything or anyone else especially if you're on your own and yeah it's this this huge open space gives you so much more headspace definitely yeah i 100 percent agree mm. um so you you talked about obviously getting back into the outdoors uh, or or uh, reinvigorating i think mm. probably is uh, maybe a better word or um but so, with the social enterprise obviously you want to develop that what what plans do you have are you going to scale the all the Monroes are out. Do you have <laughs> Do you have anything on the cards? Do you have anything? Do you know what? I'm one of those really annoying people that just don't have any plans. <laughs> and this is the thing people always say to me, like, "What's What is next? What's What's your What's your big adventure going to be?" And I had a huge adventure two years ago when I went on an expedition to Morocco, um, with a wonderful company called Three Peaks Adventure, and um, they were Three Peaks Africa at the time. They've rebranded run by Marie Cheng and she is the most oh my gosh she's the most inspirational person she is just like a powerhouse (laughs) and she's incredible when it comes to the outdoors she's hiked all over the world and she'd approached me and asked me if I wanted to to do this expedition to Morocco and it was somewhere I'd always wanted to go and we hiked the three highest mountains in North Africa and I uh, recruited a team of people to come and join me to do it with me from the walking group and They've become some of my best friends, yeah. they really have. And that was incredible. And I never ever imagined that I would do anything like that at all. Yeah. I just couldn't have I couldn't have believed that I would have done that. Um and that I would have had such an incredible time. It was amazing. And afterwards people said to me, What's next? What's the next expedition? I just sort of thought, I don't think I have another plan. Yeah. And even now, I, I still don't have, think I have another plan. So I kind of wait for an opportunity or yeah. see what comes up. Yeah, yeah and just see it. how I feel. And I've, I don't, I'm not very good at planning in advance in any aspect of my life. I'm not a very organised person. I'm organised enough for work outside of that. Oh my gosh, it just all goes to pot. So it was great with Marie because she organised the expedition expedition Mm -hmm. that was good because I didn't have to do that side of it because it would have been a shambles if I did um but yeah I think my main aim just now and to be fair this is a goal this is an aim my my main aim is to get the walking group back up and running to get people out on group walks to go to film festivals and to meet other people there and, and really fall back in love with it and help other people fall in love with it as well and then just see what happens. I do have plans to get the social enterprise up and running. Um, I had a chat with one of the instructors the other day and, and she's really experienced and she has so much knowledge and she is really working towards kind of helping to diversify the outdoors and 
and make sure that there's accurate representation and things as well. And I feel mm. really passionate about that because I know that I'm in a privileged position mm. where I am and I want to be able to, to help other people and to support other people if I can um, or just to, to create a space for other voices to be heard. So I do have plans to get the social enterprise up and running and, and to really work hard on that. But I think it needs to be a natural progression. And so for me just now, I don't have any expeditions or big adventures. I've never been that kind of person. I don't feel like that still now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just kind of taking it as it comes and, and see what happens. I know I am a little bit goal driven. I need to have something to focus on. Mm -hmm. And there are people like that um, in the outdoors. But I think it's good to hear that, that you're not. Um, because neither is a bad thing, I don't think. But uh, but there are people, like I say, who are goal driven. Do, yeah. do you have them come to your groups as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, my lovely friend Jamie Neal. He, I met him through the group walks. He was one of the first people who ever joined. Didn't know him at all before. Probably would have never met him otherwise. And he's just completed the Monroes just very recently and he is a classic example of one of those people who's very goal driven needs to set himself something to work towards to keep himself accountable and I really admire that in him um, and he's really passionate about helping other people to achieve that if that's what they want to do so yeah I mean there's there's so many people that I know people who are in the walking group as well who are like that and who need something to work towards and a, a goal to keep them motivated and like I say I totally admire that and respect that in other people I'm just not one of those those people I'm, I can't be organized enough to have a goal and to work towards it um, but yeah we're all different and yeah. all work in different ways and and the outdoors can work in whatever way you want it to so yeah it's, it's such a mixed bag yeah I think the outdoors does have a, something for everybody whether you yeah. want to technically climb a uh, a, a rock climb or whether you yeah. want to go for a, a one mile loop round the round mm. the park I think that's a, yeah. uh, it, it has everything for everybody. And that's the other thing you can do at whatever level feels comfortable mm. for you and there's no discrimination against that and mm. um, there's no criticism there's no judgment it's doing what you enjoy I've said it before but it's it's what you enjoy what makes you feel good and, and what works for you yeah we're mm. all so different and I would never pass judgment on anyone for mm for enjoying the outdoors in whatever way is, is best for them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're all different. We covered a lot of ground there, I think. Um, uh, a lot of good ground. Uh, I think that we have set the world to rights. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think in terms of mental health, I think there's a long way to go. Mm. Um, but being a gear geek, um, <laughs> a self-confessed gear geek, what uh, what is your best bit of outdoor kit or outdoor related kit so i am the opposite i am not a gear geek okay yep. i look like i've got the gear but mm -hmm. that's from some very kind brands who want to invest in me want to invest in the walking group who very generously um donate kit to me and i'm so grateful for that because i wouldn't be able to enjoy half of the things that i i do without it um, so yeah, I, I look the part, but it's not through my own doing. However, I did take one item with me to do. Um, definitely not your typical gear geek item. However, oh no, technical issues. This is my litter picker. Right. 
And I like to take this on uh, on my walks uh -huh. because I feel like if you enjoy the outdoors, you have a responsibility to help maintain the outdoors and to keep it a safe and tidy space for all the users. Um, and yeah, whenever I'm out walking or whenever I'm out paddleboarding or swimming or anything, I try and pick up whatever litter I find. And sometimes it can feel really overwhelming because you feel like you can't make enough of a difference to Definitely. change the world. But I do think that making a tiny difference, even if it feels like a drop in the ocean, is, is something important. And this uh, litter picker is made by a company called Waterhole. And basically, um, it's made from recycled fishing nets and they approached me during the pandemic to say that they were um, making litter pickers made from um, old reused face masks and obviously with the pandemic we see face masks everywhere now discarded everywhere and you hear about them in the ocean looking like jellyfish you see them caught on trees in the pavement and um, in long grass when you're out walking and it's just another form of litter that's gonna be found all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so they have made litter pickers from old face masks. And so they gave me this one to try out before they um, established their, their face mask ones. And I love it, I mean, look at it. Sorry, but I know I'm not a gear geek, but this is so cool. It just folds down in half. And I just had this in my rucksack and took it out of my rucksack. Or you can strap it onto the outside of your rucksack with a little a little clip. And it's just so good. I mean, there's no litter here, but look how brilliant is this? That is brilliant. And that I, is good. I mean, and I saw on the side there when you were talking about it, before you mentioned that it was recycled out of, of, uh, yeah, of fish nets. fishing nets. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's great. That's I mean, amazing. And I so what, do, was the brand, what was the brand again? It's called Waterhall. Okay, and I'll tag yeah, them in this video. Please do, yeah. because I, I do think that we all have that responsibility to, mm. if you want to enjoy the outdoors, you have to help maintain the outdoors. You have to educate yourself on how to look after these wild spaces, whether it's green spaces um, when you're walking or hiking, or whether it's blue spaces when you're enjoying lakes, um, lochs, reservoirs, the sea, whatever it is. We, we all have such a responsibility, and I know it's frustrating when you think, why should I pick up somebody else's litter? But who's going to do it if you don't do it? And if we all do it, and if we educate our children on how to do it, and educate each other, um, and I'm planning on arranging kind of beach cleans and things like that as part of getting the walking group back up and running, because having that community spirit and bringing people together as a force of good, I think that's really important. So, yep, okay. I have my litter picker Excellent. in my car, in my bag, on all my walks, and yeah, I love it. <laughs> awesome. No, no, no uh, yeah, here, that's the, that, it's got uh, a, a practical use as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> well, Iona, it's been great to sit here in the cold and talk to you. Um, <laughs> apologies, I couldn't do anything about the temperature. But uh, it's been great to meet you, it's been great to talk to you, uh, and I hope we can do it again sometime. Thank you, I really appreciate it. And yeah, as you can probably tell, I can ramble a lot, but I feel really passionate right. about the walking group, and I really am grateful for every opportunity to speak about it and to try and encourage more people to come along. So thank you. No, no problem, excellent. I hope you enjoyed that chat, I know I did. Um, I want to thank Iona for giving up her time and coming and talking to me, uh, and also again to Bergau's Helen Ox and Chris Lines for pretty much bringing it all together. We've got some other interviews coming up, so keep an eye out for them. Remember, subscribe to the channel, uh, like us on social media, 
and um, we'll see you again soon. <laughs>